Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Circling Shell Sports Podcast. It's been a little bit since we've had an interview, uh, at least consistent interviews, that is. This is the Seattle Interviews Hurries number 33. I have uh, UW signee Isaac Yeager, uh, honor roll student at Blanchette, uh, All-Metro Honorable Mention, 2021 WWNA All-Tournament team. So really putting the uh, student-athlete thing into, into uh, reality uh what have you been up to i mean it's like, like we kind of just talked about baseball has kind of been out of the loop we're getting into the cold season here up in seattle so i mean do you uh work on things in the off season or are you just kind of taking time to just relax a little bit yeah so i went down to florida for that tournament that was like my last like uh like in-game work and then i kind of i took like a week off just kind of like rest my body and then other than that i've just been lifting throwing inside or outside when it's you know light still and then um <laughs> uh yeah oh no just hanging out i went hidden with my friends earlier since i'm still gonna have to hit for high school so went pretty well so uh i i'm glad that you mentioned the hitting aspect and we'll get back to that but just beginning wise where did where did baseball really pick up for you was it you know playing catch with somebody was it going to a game and watching somebody where did where did the baseball journey really pick up for you um so I started playing when I was like three my dad was super into it that's what he got me into he signed me up for t-ball and then I don't know I just it was always my favorite I always you know enjoyed playing it the most like I used to play basketball and I tried football my freshman year and I never really liked it like I like baseball so I just put all my energy into that I think did you have any players that you looked up to growing up? I know that, you know, obviously I'm sure most of what you've got going on is pitching, right? So yeah. any pitching guys, but also I know I've seen that uh, secondary position of yours is first base. I don't know if that's still consistent. So did you have any players that you looked up to, tried to, you know, replicate growing up? Um, you know, pitching wise, I was like Felix Hernandez, you know, I'm, I've grown up a Mariners fan. So I was, I always try to like think like, you know, because he back in winning his heyday when he threw like the perfect game, when the Cy Young, all that stuff, he was super aggressive, loved to throw fastball, has that good sinker and changeup. So I can't throw a changeup as well as he can, but I'm a slider instead. So I just try and attack hitters like he does. And then um, hitting wise, you know, also being a Mariners fan, I always looked at like Griffey because we were both, we both hit left handed. So yeah. I like guys like that and like big power guys on the left hand side, like Griffey was. So. No, that definitely makes sense. I mean, it's obviously we've had our, our struggles here in the area, but, you know, guys like that, I mean, anybody from this area, at least in our general age range, it's more than likely who you're going to have to think about. Um, so I don't know if this is a story at all, but how did how did Blanchett come into the mix? Because obviously we have a, a decent amount of schools in the area here. Uh, was it a legacy thing? Was it just fit right for you? How did Blanchett become, you know, where you're at currently? Um, yeah, so one of my, my dad's good friends with another kid that I play with, and he was always telling me, oh, he's, uh, he was sending his kid to Blanchette. My dad was like, oh, maybe you should check it out. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably just go to Ballard instead because I was going to know it like that in my district school. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. I toured it. I liked it a lot. And I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, it'd be cool to like go there and you know, baseball was pretty good. Like Jake Lamb, Dylan Lamb, those guys came out of Lynchette too. So it was like, you know, it might be cool. And then I picked it. So that's kind of it. Not, not like a great story. Just my dad was interested in it. And then I ended up liking it. So 
Yeah, no, that definitely, I mean, makes sense. I mean, it even kind of translates, you know, when, when picking schools is always a big thing because yeah. obviously education comes first and foremost. But I mean, really, the guys that are in the program, whether it's the coaches, all that stuff's going to really impact it. You know, if if you want to ultimately, you know, make the league, ulti- the, the decisions that are made along the way obviously play an impact on that. Some guys, some schools don't have the resources, you know, so it, it, it always is interesting to me to hear how that came along just because it, yeah, could have gone to Ballard, could have done things. I know guys who went to Ballard just because it was the district school and that's how it worked out. Others saw opportunities somewhere else. So like, Hey, that's going to be a better situation for me. Um, you talked about going out for football freshman year, that not necessarily working out as we trans over, uh, transition over to uh, Blanchette here. Um, how would you say that at least as a, as a baseball player, uh, how would you say that you've changed, since that time obviously a lot of growth I'm sure uh rounding out the game um but I mean what major differences can you see from if we take Isaac from this year and we look at it all the way back from being a frosh uh yeah no freshman year so I wasn't I hadn't really like took pitching seriously at all yet I was still I was still pretty small I was probably about five ten ish maybe I had like kind of a huge growth spurt um, so I was still trying to force my way in middle infielder. There was a guy in front of me. I didn't play a ton. And then, um, you know, I got an opportunity to go to the outfield. So I started playing there for a little bit. I did, did all right. You know, but I was pretty defensively sound and I hit a little bit. So, and then sophomore year, I grew a little bit more. I was probably up to six two, gained like 30 pounds, maybe, um, they were going to put me in on the corner and then everything got canceled, but I made varsity as a sophomore. And then um, last year I split time first base and pitching because I was, the, I was the number two guy behind a guy who ended up going to Whitman, I think named uh, White Adams. So I was, I was behind him pitching wise. So I come in relieve where I'd start um, after him or later in the week. Sorry, my phone. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, no, you're good. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'd start out, start after him later in the week. That's when I like, I was like, because I did pretty good. I had a sub one ERA last year, so I was like, yeah, you know, I might try pitching. And I wasn't throwing super hard yet. I guess probably topping like 87 ish, which I guess is all right. But you know, and then I had just a huge velo jump in the summertime. I went from topping. 87 to top of 91 and sitting high eights nines so or low nines so um yeah just that huge vela jump kind of pushed me over the top of the pitcher and uh, i got the uh, opportunity to go to uw and it was what was going to be best for my parents and me too so i ended up picking that and then hopefully just trying to keep developing so uh i i kind of want to poke at it just because it's interesting obviously as a baseball player i'm sure you know about it but pitchers pitchers hitting I mean I know that's for some people I, I think there's a clip of Taiwan Walker this past season he just stand like a statue not even taking any pokes at pitches um that's been the topic of people that universal DH non-universal DH do you have a just a small thing do you have a, a take on that kind of thing because obviously it sounds like you're a guy that would probably embrace that kind of thing you know be able to hit the ball um, and as well as take the bump but obviously there are some people that just want to just completely get rid of it I can understand both sides of it um, but I, as, as someone who's, you know, obviously going to do it at the college level, I never pitch at the college level. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? 
Um, you know, like professionally wise, I think Universal DH would be like a good idea. Like, cause like obviously like Otani, you know, like like he's he's in the AL, so like if you're gonna roll him out there to pitch, he's not gonna have an opportunity to hit. But if you're playing like interleague game, you're going like I don't know, like at the Mets or something, he can hit and pitch. So like it benefits like a small number of teams, which is why I think it'd be probably a good idea to just Universal DH pro wise. But um, like college wise, you know, if your guy wants to hit, like personally, like if I got the opportunity, I'd love to hit. But so I'm never gonna like just watch it. I'm <laughs> gonna go down swinging. But um, yeah, that's kind of my take. Like I think it'd be good professionally, but college level, I say let him hit. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Like you said, there are obviously a few cases. Like even Degrom uh, yeah. had some pretty solid at bats. Uh, yeah. But obviously, that's not the case for every single ball club. Um, but I, you know, there's so many things now in the game of baseball that are such hot topics to debate, you know, getting fans involved. Um, I'm not sure if you saw it, but, uh, the report coming out about the league using two different kinds of baseballs for different games. So, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot going on and it's always interesting for me to get the perspective of, you know, another fan of the game is also somebody who's playing the game, you know, um, I know we kind of mentioned it and it doesn't really sound like there was anything, but did you ever have a favorite sport to play outside of baseball or has it always really just been complete tunnel vision? Um, you know, nothing really like ever took over baseball. I really enjoyed playing basketball for a little bit. Cause like I was never really good at it. Like I only played like Breck and I never played like eight year travel wall or anything, but I would play with my friends and I thought it was pretty fun. So I was always looking forward for when like the rec season coming around, but then um my eighth grade year was the last year I played basketball and then freshman year I was thinking about trying out and I was like mm, ah, like I got baseball practices like starting like in indoor facilities I'd rather just focus on that so that's when I kind of fully dropped basketball but you know I'll like scroll and like kind of keep up with it every now and again this year I haven't been doing such a great job of it but you know every now and again I'll keep up with basketball do you say that you'd have a biggest strength on the field I know some guys don't like to really focus on one thing like to really look at themselves as a well-rounded guy but is there anything that you really look at as you know a, a personal strength of yours obviously you talk about popping out of the heater at you know low 90s um got some other off speed that you know have, have attracted interest but is there anything that you personally look at and say that you can point at and say that's what i really pride myself in uh, i really care who you are i'm never gonna run away from the zone I'll always throw the ball at you so i think probably my mentality of just like uh, throw the ball past me no matter what i think would be what i'd pick i can appreciate that kind of thing yeah um with, with that being said that's actually a great segue uh you know as an athlete you know nowadays you've got all these rankings you've got stars you've got all this kind of crap that kind of goes into you know, you're playing high school ball right now, but, you know, depending on how much you put into it, the skill and all that, how all, all the chips fall, it can really impact, you know, what you want to do with it and how you ultimately get up to the next level. Do you ever look at rankings or stuff like that? Or is that something that you just kind of be like, hey, I have to control the controllables and do what I can. And that'll ultimately take me where I want to go. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll check them sometimes. Like, obviously, it's obviously cool to... um it's obviously cool to like see where you're at sorry i'm getting i was well my bad um, no, um no but it's it's always good to see where you're at i think but i mean at the end of the day you're gonna either have to maintain it or keep jumping so i mean it's like a like 
for me personally, it's like cool to see where you're at, but I always want to see where I can be, I guess. Just keep pushing. So that's what I would say. But so playing at Blanchette. I mean, the Metro division across a good amount of sports has been highly competitive. I mean, basketball, it's a nationwide thing. There's talent, uh, you know, obviously that's just one sport though. I mean, there's talent all across the board and all the sports in the Metro division. So it's always really cool to talk to somebody, you know, that's got the Metro division experience as well. What has your experience been like playing in Metros? And I mean, do you have any sort of fun memories, maybe fun teams? I don't, to be, to be fair, I haven't completely followed up with my Metro League baseball teams. I know, you know, we had a good run when I was there. Um, yeah. Going over to Pasco, losing that championship game in uh, 19, that was terrible. That made me upset. Um, but, you know, just yeah. get back into it. Your experience playing in the Metro division. Um, yeah, I love it. I mean, it's always competitive. You know, personally, if I, like, had to pick up that, it's probably the best division in Washington sports-wise. I think it's going to be the best it's ever been this year. There's a ton of talent, ton of guys, so it should be competitive. And then uh, memory-wise, last year, I loved uh, – sorry. <laughs> I loved uh, – we, we ended up winning the Metro Championship, took it home, beat up the east side in the in extra innings. So I love that, personally, as moment-wise. So – I can uh, I can appreciate beating Eastside. That's yeah, it gets, yeah. It gets stars for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, we talked about rankings and that kind of thing. Uh, what was your recruiting process like? Was there you know, obviously at this current point in time, you still got to finish out high school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it sounds like UW is kind of a lock. Obviously, over the course of time, things can change. We've seen that um, across all sports. Was there ever another? Sc- other schools that you looked at or was it kind of like as being from somebody that's around here right was it just kind of like hey this is the goal and I'm just working towards it at this point yeah so um recruiting for me went super fast just because I had that crazy velo jump and it was already super late in the recruiting process and I hadn't really got anything else um I was I was raised an Oregon fan my dad's from Eugene so like growing up I always rooted for them but um you know, super late in the recruiting process, obviously, like, I think it was August when I got my, like, first call from you, Deb. They are telling me, and they were talking to me, and I was like, you know, like, this would be cool. Like, I think I'd be like, and it was also a uh, pretty good decision for parents-wise, like, because going out of state is kind of expensive, so being able to stay home, sitting close to my family, and then also keep it cost-efficient for all of us, I think, was a really... Um, really like good selling point for me so went on my visit I loved it I was like I think this is where I want to play talk to my parents and pulled the trigger yeah I, I, in reading uh the, the little blurb that they've got on all the guys uh, I believe it was like for signing um just reading about how uh some, like playing in front of you know family back here uh it's all it's it's great to hear that you know and it's uh, obviously with the way things went last year looking forward to actually having uh, you know, better crowds out this week. Uh, this year, I had the chance to kind of peek at the field uh, the other week uh, during the men's game, the men's soccer game. So, uh, you know, talking again, it's, it's getting me excited for baseball again, obviously, you know, with the lockout and, uh, and the MLB, it's annoying. Yeah. Um, but it's it's exciting to just get baseball back as a whole, you know, and um, I mean, you know it. Uh, the last, the year that the Mariners last made the playoffs was the year I was born. So neither of us have experienced playoff baseball here, at least in this league. Um, But I mean, last year has been exciting for a lot of people. And I'm just hoping that 
continues to spur baseball as a whole because you know uh i remember going down to the minor league stadiums a lot these past two the past year you know going up to everett going down to tacoma um got to get out to some O'Day games i should get out to some of those metro league games you know you're talking about all the talent uh that's going to be there uh but it's you know got it's exciting and so to you know for you to be able to do that and uh, do it here in purple and gold it's, it should be great um yeah keeping with that in a, uh, in a personal statement, you said that you were willing to be flexible for uh, whatever school you play for, uh, including being asked to field. Would you be comfortable stepping into that fielding role if necessary? I know you talked about, you know, uh, hitting and getting the chance to hit, you're not going to turn that down, but if you're asked ultimately to play some in the field as well, maybe early on, uh, is that something you feel comfortable with? I know we mentioned that secondary positions, first base, but what do you, what are your thoughts on, on, on fielding at the college level? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, defense, it's fun, you know, get out, get out there, get to make a play, you know, pick a couple balls, save a couple balls for your team. So if I got the opportunity, I'd jump at it. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on, you know, the rest of your uh, signing class? I mean, have you been able to talk to some of those guys about it? Obviously, uh, the, at least if we're looking at the, the, the Huskies last year, kind of struggled a little bit, uh, you know, record wise, at least. Uh, lose a guy, lose some guys uh, to the, the the league. Uh, I know Braden Bishop is with the Colorado Rockies organization now. Uh, a couple of guys, obviously not with the team anymore. At this current point, it's a relatively young team. There's not too many upperclassmen on the team. So, I mean, have you talked to any other guys about it? Obviously, a big signing class out of Hawaii. A lot of top talent there. I mean, just what what has the interaction been like, uh, if any? Um, just a little bit, like just a few texts, Instagram DMs, stuff like that. And then there's a kid that's going to a Seattle prep that's also committed that I'm like friends with. So I talked to him, throw at them a couple of times every now and again, but. Have you, I know this is, you know, you're again, you're in, you're in high school, don't want to throw a ton on you, but have you thought about what sort of, you know, legacy you want to build for yourself at UW? Obviously, you know, the goal I'm assuming is the league, right? You look at. Uh, some of the MLB talent has been out. I know you mentioned Jake Lamb. Um, uh, it's always funny to me when I think of baseball and you think of UW, there's obviously a pitcher that comes to mind, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but is it, are you, are you think about that kind of thing, what you want to leave for this university, or is it more, you're just going to let the play for yourself? Cause obviously, you know, I, I don't want to like take all this pressure and just sit it on you um but i mean do you think about that kind of thing do you think about you know what sort of legacy obviously i'm sure winning games is square one but do you think about that kind of thing um i mean a little bit like it's hard like it's hard not to you know like you always want to be one of the greatest you know and always want to like have your name or jersey be retired or whatever get one of those banners that they have on the outside of the stadium but um you know i think for right now just do my part to keep keep them winning, get them back to Omaha, hope they take one home. And then, you know, we'll see what happens from there, I think. Uh, with that being said, what sort of things do you want? Are you working on improving anything in specifics right now? Uh, I know you talked about Felix and working on a, a not having a changeup like that. Do you want to maybe work on a changeup? Or is it, do you just, at this current point, is it just kind of improving as a, as all around just kind of rounding yourself out or is there anything that you're kind of just trying to nail down right now 
Yeah, a little bit of both. So I'm, just, I'm putting a lot of change up tops, trying to pick up a change up for it to use. But, um, you know, it's hard. I got big hands, sort of wrapping my ball around, figuring out the grips, you know. But I'm, I'm getting better at it, throwing a couple of good ones. And then I'm also just, um, you know, tying down my location so I'm not missing pitches in the middle of play, you know, I'm not hanging any sliders or anything like that. Just kind of sharpening up my accuracy, I think. So all in all, that's all I've got. Um, is there anything that you want to push out there that you want known about you? I mean, before at least we, we get a look at you really on the, on the, on the mound at UW, I mean, is there anything where you just kind of a self, a soft-spoken guy don't really like pushing yourself out there too much? Um, you know, personally, I think I'm pretty soft-spoken, you know, I'm pretty like quiet, concise, you know, just kind of to the point guy, but, um, yeah, I, I can't, really, I, I can't really think of anything right now. Well, that's good. I mean, I think you kind of gave a preview there. I mean, a six-six uh, flamethrower guy that's not going to be afraid to back down from anybody at the plate. I think that speaks for itself, and that should be exciting mm-hmm. to watch. Um, and I know that we've got some some great ball clubs, at least out on Montlake. Obviously, talking about the baseball team, but also the softball team has had incredible success uh, on the other side of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be exciting. Uh, as soon as I saw the class, I was like, oh, shit, we've got some talent. Oh, I swore. Okay, I got to put the warning <laughs> on the video now. I always forget about that. Um, but no, looking at the class, you know, obviously some talent, but it's always cool uh, seeing guys who are, you know, from here and, you know, putting on for the city because, I mean, this is a Seattle interview series. So obviously going to play near the area, but someone that's from the area, I think that's cool to tie that in there um, and really see where, you know, look at this two years from now and see what you're doing uh, and what we've talked about from here. So um, if you've got nothing else, I usually put uh, socials already in the description and all that kind of thing. So people can follow you. Um, But I mean, if you've got anything to leave us on, feel free. No, just excited to get to work and go dogs. Go dogs. Uh, With that being said, Isaac Yeager, student athlete to the extent of it. Uh, all Metro honorable mention 2021 WWNA all tournament team and future Husky. Baba Bowie.